Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We have a great show today. Uh, before I get to uh, this great show, I want to thank our sponsors uh, for Remove It Restoration. Has your business been vandalized with graffiti? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove all vandalism, they restore etched windows, and get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is important. I mean, what's more important than that? So you don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at Remove It Restoration at 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. I'm telling you, these guys, they're friends of mine. Eric, great guy. He sponsors fighters. He's looking to sponsor other fighters. He's a, he's a great dude. He loves MMA. He's got a great company, and he sponsors Roxanne Matafari. Also, guys, uh, dude wipes. I'm telling you, my ass smells amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I had 12 chicks eat my ass this week. Wow. Okay, that's, that's just on the way over here. That's, I'm telling you, dude wipes has changed my life. Guys, it is time to stop smelling having your ass out there jake ellenberger actually never texts me i gotta text him eight times to get one text back he goes <laughs> hey man bring more dude wipes i like that i swear to god i like the product uh, right yeah it's bring some for product. me too i, I will I'm bring marina's been using them i'm telling you marina has had her ass eaten all week long all week long so multiple times uh they they are flush really <laughs> oh no so they are they are flushable they're made of aloe vitamin e they are, I'm telling you guys, step up your game. Dude wipes. Amazing. Get your and ass clean. I want to thank our, and you, by the way, you can get these at Amazon.com forward slash dude products. Don't be nasty. That's Amazon.com be a dude. forward slash dude products. Yes, don't be nasty. Be a dude. And finally, <laughs> we, uh, we have our new sponsor. Hempcore. 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 Guys, listen, Hempcore is a Canadian company started by two brothers. Uh, the, keep it in the family. They supply its athletes with 100% certified organic hemp protein as well as natural hemp protein. It's produced using defatted hemp seed from plants grown on the Canadian prairies by certified hemp growers. It's a great alternative to processed supplements that include a ton of unpronounceable ingredients. There's no added flavoring, color, chemicals, or byproducts. Check the label. It's also allergen-free. No gluten, soy, or lactose. It's GMO-free. Suitable for anyone looking for protein alternative, including vegans, vegetarians, kosher, I know Marina's Jewish, and halal diets. Now... Four Let's tablespoons provides our athletes with 16 grams of highly digestible protein per serving. Trust me, guys. I've been taking this stuff. I've never felt stronger. I've been taking it after my workouts. I'm actually going to start getting jacked. You're going to see me and be like, oh, is that Jake Ellenberger? No, it's Adam Hunter. That's I'm telling you. It's used by <laughs> fighters all over North America. does not contain illegal ingredients, so you're not going to fail a drug test. Vanderlei Silva, take some hemp core. Okay, Anderson Silva, take some hemp core. Chael, hemp core. Okay, you won't fail drug tests. Now, you can get it at, uh, the, on the MMA Roast, uh, but you can get it at uh, hemp, hempcorestore.com. That's H-E-M-P-C-O-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. Free shipping orders over $100. 
and uh, use the code Adam, uh, and you could receive 15% off. Also, they take Canadian money, so Americans, you'll, you'll, you'll like save money. Okay, now that being said, uh, we have a great podcast today. We have Art Jimerson, the legend. Art yeah. Jimerson, Woo. UFC one in studio right now. I, I can't believe it. I, I, he actually brought one glove. Uh, Art, uh, before we get to you, uh, but you are a legend. I, I, I'll talk about my week for a second. We, we I had a great week. Uh, I did a show. I actually, I, I've been dating this girl. Uh, we went out to karaoke on Tuesday, porn star karaoke, which is a, it's like, it's Where fun. Where is this? It's in Burbank. It's all these porn stars. They give out porn and they do karaoke. I was there one time, actually, funny story. I was there with Ron Jeremy at my table and Be Real, and then Tommy Lee walked in. And, uh, and I'm sitting there with these three people, and now all of a sudden, uh, it was like right back in the day, these girls, like Christina Aguilera's Dirty came on. It was like that it was that long ago, and all these chicks were just going at it with each other and like freaking each other. And one girl goes, Tommy, look at my tits, and shows her tits. And then Tom, I'm like, what is Tommy Lee going to do? He, so he took a lighter and tried to, tried to burn the girl's tits. It, it was very strange. Crazy story. Anyway, but... Back to, uh, so I, I took this date to uh, Porn Star Karaoke. Afterwards, we're, I, I like this girl. We actually, I actually do, and I told Jake this. So we go in my car, we're hooking up. She gives me a great BJ, which was oh great. Like God. the windows were fogged up. It, it was awesome, right? One of those. And, and then she gets on her knees and, and I, 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 I like titty banger. It was, it was amazing. And then she, she, she wanted to have sex in the car. And I was like, listen, um, no, because we haven't had we haven't had sex yet, and plus I had already busted. I needed like twenty minutes anyway for recovery time. Uh, but I said, but now that I'm on hemp court, it's only fifteen minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> so I said, you you got a blowjob and you titty banged her, but you just didn't want to take it to the next level. Of sex. I, I, that's what I said, and then she well, goes, oh, okay. she goes, you know what? You're so classy. Um, I was like, I go really? I go, I just titty fucked you on my Honda Civic. Uh, how classy am I? But it, it was awesome. Like while we were hooking up, she's like, I feel like I'm, I'm in high school. I'm like, what fucking high school do you go to? Like, Jesus Christ. Fucking, uh, Marina, you can laugh at the mic. You don't have to laugh to yourself. Marina. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? <laughs> That's just funny. So yeah, so that but was. she respected <laughs> the fact that you didn't want to hook up right then. Yeah, I honestly did. I honestly did. You pretty I, much could have done everything else. I didn't want to bang her in, in my, for the first time. I, I liked, actually like her. She's a great, great chick. Oh, and I'm sure she is. She, no, listen, hater. Okay. I'm not hating. You, you are, More power to you. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that was Tuesday. Wednesday, I did a show at Russell Simmons I'm Comedy so Night. I'm sitting over here. Russell Simmons Comedy Night, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Russell Simmons is there. It's all black. The movie theater. It's a movie theater. It's all, everyone's black, which is fine. Great. I love black crowds. Uh, and Russell Simmons is there with a girl who's like in her 20s. It's like a hot model. And I, I'm on stage and I'm like, it's an honor to perform in front of Russell Simmons and his granddaughter. And everyone's like, oh shit, running out of the fucking movie theater. It was, that, that was awesome. Then, uh, then Friday, I, I got tickets to the Bellator fight. I went to the Bellator fight. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. I had a blast. I was hanging out with Phil Baroni, who's who's on a mission to fight Joe Schilling. I mean, he's he went to he went to Bellator just to find Coker and to corner him. And I'm like, he's like, dude, Suplex City, bitch, Suplex City. I'm gonna fucking Suplex him. He's he's like, I'm that fucking Jabroni. Oh, it's a fugazi. Like I so said, I'm hanging out with Baroni. Uh, Don Fry came to my show, which was another surreal moment to hang out with Don Fry. He's like, hey, man, partner, you're pretty fucking funny there. You know, I thought you were gonna suck like like all liberals. You know, like he's it was that was. Awesome, and then I saw Mayhem, yeah. who looks great. I'm not sure if he looks great because of court, uh, but he does look like he cleaned up his act. Uh, he's he's looking for a fight. He told me he's looking for a fight, and then um, 
at the Bellator fight, we, we're going to have David Terrell on uh, our next show. But David Terrell was uh, was uh, I got a crazy story about David Terrell. And and uh, anyway, so and then Tito was there. I was going to make a joke about Tito about saying how big his head was that like, I couldn't see any of the fights. He blocked the hole. But then I, he he looked very angry. He was with Amber. Amber was nice. So I did a show. That was great. So uh, yeah, I had I had a good week. Uh, Marina, how was your week? Week was good. Training's really intense right now, so I'm just sore and hungry a lot. Nice. And how's how's the guy that you're sort of seeing? Are you seeing anybody? No. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> and, and Jake, how was your week? It was good. It was good. I, I just me too. I've, you know, I'm I'm boring when I'm training. I get ready for July uh, July 12th. Really? And, yeah, and a baby? Just, uh, When's yeah. the baby due? Uh, the end of June. She's due the end of June. So nice. Yeah. Also, we're pretty much ready. We're pretty much set for that. But uh, yeah, things things are good. I. I won a poker tournament online. I was pretty excited about that. No so, way. Yeah. How much you win? Yeah. Uh, that's not important, Adam. A couple what thousand? A, what a class act, Jake. What a class yeah, act. I was, I was class excited. act. I was excited about that. So this guy, That was my weekend. This, this guy goes to... Oh, to he can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. <laughs> really? I like it. I like to do, really? like really? do some wrong in your eyes. <laughs> Literally in your eyes. Okay, so anyway... <laughs> Art Jimerson is here. You wore that hat. That was way wrong. Yeah. Who, who me? Yeah. The well, the dude, that's hat. a great hat. That's such a good hat. So, Art Jimerson, how are you, man? I'm great. So, In I mean, the building. now you are a legend. Now, let, let's get to the whole Art Jimerson story. Okay. Okay. So, you, you're, you're ranked, you, you grew up where? In uh, St. Louis? Yes. You were a Golden Gloves champion. Yeah, national Golden Gloves. National, not just the St. Louis Golden Gloves, the whole country. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're a boxer. You're you're ranked eighth in the world. Mm -hmm. How long have you been boxing before UFC won? Uh, probably about mm, close to 15, 20 years. 15, 20 years. Yeah. Okay, so why did they pick you to fight Hoist Gracie? Well, I heard that they had already tried to get Leon Spinks and um, another fighter. Um, I think uh, another top ten fighter, but a lot of them would just say no because it was you know too much. Talk a little closer. I'm sorry. Um, it was too much of a different sport, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was out of fear. I don't know what it was. But, right. Um, with me being in the top 10, they wanted to use a real fighter. So they go to Leon Spinks. Leon Spinks says no. Yeah. They go to Tommy Hearns. No, they went to um, 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 another fighter. Um, he fought Tyson. I forgot the guy's name. The guy fought Tyson. Yeah, heavyweight uh, guy. Yeah. Heavy, all right. So then they said you, and then you're like, ah, fuck it. Right. right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, my manager is a big brother to me, uh, a guy named Ernest Hart. Yeah. He's out of St. Louis, karate guy. He told me months in, in, in prior that uh, he might have something for me to look into if I'm interested. I said, okay, you know, I'm up for it. I hadn't lost in almost what, 15 fights, three years, so I figured, you know what the heck, I'm a fighter. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was up for it, and um, I, I agreed to it. Okay, so they, they told you that you'd fight the, the uh, smallest guy. Yes, the smallest guy. And basically, you know, <laughs> they gave to me, like, like, like he was just a, a chump. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm walking in there, on free money, and want to give $10,000 up front. And also, um, you can win the tournament with no problem, you know. $10,000, they said. Yeah. But didn't they offer you a part of the UFC? Yes, yes. Well, first they offered me 10000 Wow. And then once they came back and they said, uh, um, um, you know, um, my manager looked into it. said, you know what? It's two barbarians. Don't do it. You got a fight coming up with Tommy Hearns in a couple months. Tell them no. So when I told them no, they tried to sue me. So then they came back and gave me Lords of London insurance. And I agreed, okay, we'll go ahead and do it. And um, like I said, when I said myself hoist, it was to the point where, you know, come on, man, I'm going to kill this guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Then they said, you know what, when we get to the, when we get to the fight, in the meeting, uh, they took me to the Sand City Art. Uh, it's our first show ever, but we don't have that kind of money. But right now, we're hoping for a big gate. So if a big gate comes in, no problem paying you 20000 right now, or are you willing to take a percentage of the UFC? And my manager goes, uh, 
No, you know, this thing is too barbaric. It won't last but a couple of years. T- take the money and run. So I take this 20000 and ran. So you could have owned a car to the UFC right yes. now. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, All right. Great, yeah. So that, okay. So you now, now you decided to wear one glove. Yes. Now, why was that? Okay. Uh, again, <laughs> for the hundredth time, <laughs> thousand times. Now, what happened is that, um, again, I had a fight coming up uh, in about three to four months for uh, a big fight with Tommy Harris. Right. Make a lot of money out of this fight. And I had already been uh, I had already been in the top ten fights the last five years. So basically, it was a fight we were looking forward to, and um, time was a good friend of mine. So basically, uh, I was excited about it, and um, you know, going into the fight again once they gave me the rules. There was no rules basically, yeah. you know, except for gouging in the eyes, I guess, hitting um, like um, pulling hair, or whatever. Right. So. <sighs> I've been looking into it. If, if, if I'm knocking out guys with 60 pounds gloves on in the gym, I'm gonna kill. Him, I'm gonna hurt my break my hand on this guy's face. Yeah. Know? So I figured, you know what? Um, I'm gonna wear one glove just to like you know tap him real soft and just kind of th- make him think he can come in and then knock him out with the other hand. Right. But it backfired on me. It backfired on <laughs> you. Now, no, no. He he like takes you down, and then did well, you? Well, guys- well, before that happened, before that happened. <laughs> all right. What happened is that we're in, we're in the dressing room ready for the fight, and um, I'm the third fighter of the night. Right. So, so we're, we're all out looking at the first two fights. Like I usually do four fights just to get warmed up. So I'm looking at two fights. I'm way top of the uh, uh, high stadium, high uh, high mile stadium, like in the 15th row up top. I look down, I see the first two fights. They were barbaric. <laughs> and the guys were killing each other. It's like, like a street fight. Yeah. So I'm in the third fight. I go in the dressing room. I'm all hyped, getting all sweat, you know, doing my shadow boxing. My manager literally, literally comes back and starts crying. Like, all right, you know what? Don't do it, man. We're out of here. Said, huh? <laughs> he managed to crying. Yeah, my manager. Right. He's just, so I mean, he's literally crying. So he goes, you know, we're lawyers. Uh, they try to sue you. We got your back. I say, you know what, man? I said, it's too late now. I'm already here. I'm not going to punk out. I say, you know what? I said, just do it, you know? So I'm, I'm all like confident, ready to go. Right. Like, he took like a pin stuck a balloon, you know? So finally, I go out there, I like, fight Hoist. And uh, I, you know, I come out, me and my, like, like Tyson, me and my trainers. Hoist comes out with like a whole line of people, like, like Jackson Five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> They're all like, you know, squad up. Yeah, so I'm like, well, what's going on? I'm fighting him or the whole family, right? Right. So, uh, get in the ring, and uh, I never heard of Hoist Grace. Never, you know what I'm saying? So I'm in there, and it's like, you know, Art Jimerson from St. Louis, you know, seven. Did in the you world. know how long before did you did you know who you were fighting? Like before? Well, I knew the name. Just, I, mean, I knew. Just told your name. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I knew the name, but who was Hoist Grace? It's like yeah. John Doe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and going into the fight, me as a fighter, it's like. It's like you know, there's, there's a first a certain uh, statement that goes. You can look in the guy's eye and see his soul. I saw Hoist. Hoist was like, I won't say he feared me, but I can see it was a concern there. Not yeah. only him, but all the other fighters too. Everybody was kind of like freaked out because it was the first one ever. You know, right. we never knew. Mm-hmm. So, after the first two fights, it was so barbaric. Everybody, like, what, what, what I get into? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when Hoist came out, I won't say he feared me, but I know he respected me. Okay. Right. So my whole thing was. Um, I knew it had the edge on him. You know what I'm saying I should just rush him, but at the same time, like I said, I didn't know. So. We come out to the uh, to the uh, octagon. Like I said, you know, people are like going crazy. They screaming, hollering, you know, more and more and more like dogs, man. <laughs> like like ready for some meat. You know what I'm saying? So, but bloodthirsty. I mean, I'm not, so I'm I'm not, I'm not nervous. I've been in this position a hundred times. Right. So we're gonna fight hoist, and um, it really got to me when the uh, when the announcer goes and in the blue corner, or whatever. Uh, R. Jimson, get two claps, right? <laughs> my manager, right? My yeah. trainer. Two claps. Man, when they said Hoist Grace, the whole place erupted so loud, I had to hold on to the fence because I was about ready to fall. I'm right. Going crazy. I'm like, who am I fighting? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Godzilla, you know? So um, when Hoist came out, um, Hoist came out on the softball side and he threw two kicks at me. Yeah. And again, I'm used to seeing punches, not kicks. You know what I'm saying? So I figured I'd go ahead and try to move laterally. Because looking back now, I would just, just rush him and just start hitting him. But at the yeah. same time, like I said, who knew? Right. So, um, when uh, 
we started fighting. He came out uh, on softball stats for kicking the softball. Then he kind of like did a little trick on me, and and I went I went for it, and he got me under the legs and threw me over. And once he gave right. me on the ground, I looked at the referee. I'm like referee, all right, give me an eight count. I'm ready to get up. Yeah. Oh. Eight count. It's like you know, see, I'm in a whole different world. Yeah. So you're on the ground. Did have you ever trained any kind of wrestling? Jiu-jitsu? No, no, never no, once. No, 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 so, no, no so, nothing. Did you did you think like this guy was? I mean. You know, wearing a gi, you're like, oh, this guy's wearing pajamas. He's, it's a joke. I don't know. I never knew. I never knew anything about okay. it. It's like, it's like Jordan going to baseball. Could you yeah. imagine that? You know? So like I said, the thing about it, I had no, I mean, people try to tell me, <laughs> show me some things. I mean, even uh, the referee, John, John McCarthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He took me in the back. He has his own different version about what happened, but I know what happened, okay? Like I said, so the whole thing, he tried to put like a little fear in me. I'm fighting the horse race. He was like... I don't care about no horse race, you know. Anyway, no guy weigh 175 is going to beat me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Especially I'm, I'm number seven in the world. Plus he's never had a fight before, you know. But again, like I said, I just, I just, and again, now, again, I give my hat off to him. He's a great, awesome athlete yeah. in his sport. But put him in boxing, what'll happen? Have you, have yeah. you trained since any jiu-jitsu or Yeah, wrestling? a lot, a whole lot. Over, I mean, once I came out to California, uh, Four and a half years ago, I came out here and they hired me right away as a trainer. So I, I, you, you know, you work at the UFC gym now, right? Right. Yeah. Rover Rose, me also the one of Torrance. and uh, basically, I just you know, just teach the fighters what they lack. Basically, like a lot of twisting and turning. Also throwing punches over the right way. A lot. I mean, uh, a lot of UFC fighters are lacking the jab, the one. So just a basic boxing, you know. So with Hoist, like I said, um, I was looking for a fight. I mean, a real fight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like I said again. Yeah, uh, we talk about the UFC, some of the ultimate fighter. It is. You're basically, you can do all everything goes. Not, there's, there's, there's no rules. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, so we're going to get back to this. We have, we have, we're going to call Tyron Woodley right now because uh, actually last week after the podcast, I got text from Tyron Woodley who, uh, who, was, very, who was very upset with uh, what was said and this and that. So he wanted to call in and give his version of what, what was said on the podcast. What was said on the podcast, yeah. Okay. Between Jake Ellenberger and Tyron Woodley. He's also from St. Louis, Tyron Woodley. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk to Tyron right now. Then we're going to get back to, to Arch Emerson. We're going we're gonna to talk about the fights this weekend between Frankie Edgar and uh, uh, Uriah Faber, as well as talk about the upcoming UFC 187 card, which is this Saturday night. Uh, which I can't wait to watch. Jake, by the way, got moved to the Sunday car. We'll talk about that. It's going to be a great podcast. I'm already enjoying this. I, 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 where else do you get Arch Emerson, Tyron Woodley, and Gary Goodrich is also calling in. Big Daddy. we got a stacked show. We're going to hear more about Marina. Uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, don't exhaust yourself. <laughs> Shit. You're like, oh, fuck, we got Marina in no, the studio. I, I, I love having Marina. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, but Marina, you always have good sneakers, by the way. You, are you a sneakerhead? Is that what they call I used him? to be. Okay, so we tried calling Tyron Woodley. He's not picking up the phone, even though we scheduled for a, uh, have him on today. I would love to have him on. So um, we're also trying. I was at Bellator uh, this week, and uh, everyone was the big buzz was that David Terrell had gotten into a street fight a couple weeks ago, about a couple months ago, with Tito Ortiz mm-hmm. at the club on on the uh, at a nightclub, and Terrell got the best of him. So. I was actually with Phil Baroni and uh, and Gorgeous George and and uh, the Ghost. I'm in the mix. We're, we're, I love it. We're eating it like I was. I was eating. I had a couple beers in me. I don't even drink. I was having fun. And David Terrell comes over, and then Baroni's like, "I thought you were on the card." And Terrell's like, "No, because Tito got me kicked off the card today. Uh, the Bellator card." Really. And so I guess at Bellator, Terrell was calling Tito out, calling him a pussy, this and that. All kinds of shit was going on. I didn't see that. But that's what I heard from numerous sources. Mm-hmm. So I said, Dave, you want to come on the podcast and talk about this? He said he would love to. So I, am, I have a text out to him right now since Tyron Woodley is not picking up the phone. 
Maybe we'll get David Terrell. So maybe get maybe we'll get nobody. Let me get this straight. <laughs> Dave Terrell said he he got in a street fight with with Tito. That, yeah, they were online at a club and uh, they're both in a line. Online and what happened was Tito said something to Dave. Dave. Tito took a swing at Dave. Terrell Terrell ducked him and uh, and then at the club and wow. then Terrell hit him with like a three piece combo <laughs> and then and then tried to uh, tried to go choke and then actually it was all whatever. Terrell ended up behind him and was almost choking him. Would have secured the rear naked choke uh, on a standing Tito, but was being nice. Mazzagatti stepped in. And didn't take him out. This is what he says. So we're going to call. Actually, Dave just said, just text me back. Give me a second. Terrell's going to call. I can't wait to hear and this. And hear, hear this story. I'm so excited about So we are, we're, we're going to hear about this story about from David Terrell. And then hopefully Tyron will call in. If not, you know, it, shit happens. Uh by I mean, way. it's it's 2015 too. It's like this is like, <laughs> professional fighters are getting in the fight in the street, yeah. and, and this is 2015. And so, and supposedly Terrell was supposed to be on the Bellator card, but Tito wanted him off and got him kicked off the card because it was in Temecula, and that's mm. and Tito own, owns uh, Temecula. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so we we we're gonna call David Terrell, uh, talk to him about this, uh, get his side of the story. Hopefully, and Tito will tell us his side of the story. What would happen? But uh, Art, Art, have you do you have any any of the street st fight stories? Have you got any street back in the day? Oh man, let's see. Not really. You know what? <laughs> As a fight, one thing about boxing and fighters, they don't fight. You know why? Because they, again, it's like they, they do so much training in the gym. It's like why? You know? Right. Yeah. Well, Terrell actually uh, has a record of. I looked him up. Six and two has a win over Matt Linlin. Beat some good guys. Beat some really good guys. Beat some, yeah, definitely. Uh, lost to Evan Tanner, uh, and there's there's no uh, shame in that. Tanner was a, a great champion. Rest in peace, Evan Tanner. Art, is it is it crazy to like to see what the sport is today, like with the UFC where it's at today, and how much money it, it generates? Like, is that is that crazy for you to see? Like, that's got to be kind of you know kind of a little bit mind blowing. Yeah, it's real crazy, man. Because again, when I first got into it, when I first got into it, like I said, they were offered, uh, I think. Everybody pays like a thousand dollars. Yeah, and then I was the only one who got like ten thousand, twenty thousand, basically. Mm. Once they upped the price, but um, yeah, looking at it now, man, again, we were told my manager literally said uh, it's on the last couple of years gonna die out. But it almost did, though. I mean, yeah. the manager had a good point. It almost was, and and that that version of the UFC uh, did die out. I mean, version, yeah. they added all kinds of weight yeah, classes. I mean, plus, in like '93, like that's a huge risk. Like, you know what I mean? It's a huge gamble on right, it. right. Sport that it, nobody knows. I mean, I got about. a family. You know, what I'm saying? I had yeah. kids, and it's like going to college, and it's like. You know, if I got hurt, I mean, uh, um, you know, what would I do? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So finally, I, we agreed on insurance. The funny story I had was this. Uh, Ten years after the UFC, um, I'm at home training. I had three gyms I was training out of. And I have a, a, a couple of attorneys I trained some doctors. Well, Evander Holyfield was a good friend of ours. He came in town. Mm -hmm. And um, we all uh, trained together. We went out we went out to eat that night, me and our ladies, our wives, and our, our families. So we're all eating at this real, real exclusive restaurant downtown on top of a hotel. It was real nice, man. So we're eating. <coughs> and these two guys walk by, kind of bulky, you know, with <laughs> tattoos on. They go, and they look over at me and Evander and my attorney and our, our ladies and go, Oh my goodness, Art One Glove Jimerson. I don't know This name One Glove wasn't my name. My yeah. name was King Arthur, my uh -huh. boxing name, okay? So when they said One Glove, I was like, who is One Glove? It's like somebody <laughs> tattooed on me without me even <laughs> agreeing to it. Yeah. So I said, okay, One Glove. So I looked over, I was like, kind of like double look. Then they go over and go, oh my goodness, Evander, real deal Holyfield. <laughs> I can't believe this, right? You know, two two legends, or whatever. So then they come over to Holyfield and goes, "Mr. Holyfield, you know we're a good fan of yours. We're a big fan of yours. But can we please get a picture with him or one of Jimerson?" <laughs> I was, I was like, oh. That's when I first knew how big the UFC guy. Yeah. I was so 
I had been hitting for almost 10 years because, again, I was so embarrassed by how I lost the hoist. And plus, back then, uh, back in 93, that's when uh, email first came out on the internet. And mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I was really getting dogs out, man. People called me all kind of names, <laughs> punks, and all kind of blanks. And it's like, you know, you don't even the know trolls, me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they're, yeah. they're telling me I shouldn't tap out the fact of tapping out too early. And it's like, yeah, I couldn't do anything, you know what I'm saying? But now that it's like, 20 years later, now they're saying, oh, now we know he lost to Hoist Gracie. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but plus, let's say that the UFC <coughs> did fall out. I mean, right. no one would, who, who would remember, no one remembers who lost an X arm, you know, right. or right. like who lost, you know, an X arm is Marina. No. It, it's right, exactly. <laughs> it, it's this, uh, it's this, uh, what's it called again? Over the top uh, arm wrestling competition where you could punch with your other arm. Oh, wow. What? Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really last. I think it lasts like one. Is there a female's division? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so. Is I'm it saying, on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Look up oh, X arm. So, uh, as far as okay. like that era too of boxing, like because you know I was a big fan of Roberto Duran, right. you know, uh, Hearns and, and all those. Who who like who is someone like you like look, look, looked up to like you want to be like? Is there is there a specific? Boxer? There was a guy, believe it or not, there was a guy uh, named uh, Salvador Sanchez. I oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, the true story. I was I was getting ready for a fight. Well, I was at home training and I was in the top ten. Got a phone call from Emmanuel Stewart, who's like a legend, a Time Hearns trainer. A manager, rather, he called me. Go, hey, Art, uh, you know, we take some here. I work out with Tommy for a couple of weeks. He's getting ready for a big fight, a title fight. Uh, we, we're interested in you working out with us. I say, cool. So he flew me out of Detroit. I'm in Detroit, and then he come you know, walking in like my legend, Tommy Hearns, Michael Moore, who's a champion, oh, yeah. all these different fighters from Kronk Gym. Kronk Gym was like one of the. Oh yeah, Kronk was the yeah. shit. So I'm, so I'm, I'm over. In, I'm training out with Tommy, and I'm working out with Tommy. They were so impressed with me, man. Um, Emmanuel took me to the side. Said, look, Art. Um, Tommy wants to sign you to a contract. He wants to be your manager, and I'd be he he'd be your manager, be a trainer. But at the time, I turned it down because um, at the time I was uh, signed with a guy in St. Louis who worked at Howard Bush. So I was, but I was the dumbest thing in the world. So you turned down Tommy Tommy ownership Hearns. of the UFC and now Tommy managed Hearns. by Tommy Hearns. Yeah. Seriously, wow. uh, guys, if you have any type of business <laughs> business advice, don't hit up Art Jimerson. Yes, okay, yes, do whatever he tells you to do. Do the opposite. Yes, yes, yes. Art's no, like, yeah. So they offered me Microsoft, yeah, but yeah, I uh, yeah. I said no. I'm not gonna, this computer <laughs> thing's not going to last. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. I mean, look, look at it. it's like it's like Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, and people yeah, think he's yeah. a joke. It's like yeah. look at where it is now. Yeah. But I mean, you know, sometimes yeah. I was trying to be honest. I really was because you know, I had a good heart. So I was like, you know what? I just can't be like you know, pass two going from manager to manager. I'm, yeah. you, I have I have a good a good name. You know what I'm saying? So my thing was. I was loyal to this guy in St. Louis, so it's to the point where, you know, I did want to go with Tommy, but like, again, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? What sure. was it like training with Tommy? Oh, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, this guy, uh, I mean, one of the greatest, man. You know what I'm saying? I was, yeah. was kind of at first nervous, and then once I got into the, the roof, I mean, he was really impressed by me, like, like basically working out with him. I would just give, give him great hard work. Now, we had Russell Peters in here last week or two weeks ago <clears throat> who claims that Hearns would have beaten Mayweather. What do you think? Mm, it's different eras, man. I don't know. Like I said, Tommy's. I mean, it's hard to say, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah. Also, I, I watched a thing on YouTube last night, and I'm yeah. like, this guy, Arch Emerson's got balls of steel, but he needs a, a better guy to tell him, <laughs> don't yes. do that. Yes. There was a video of you training with Don, the, who is the it? Dragon. Don the Dragon Wilson, who I guess was this big karate guy yeah. at the time. Huge. Even now, I mean, he does movies. Even now, he's in movies. Yeah. And you're fighting with him yes. for like six rounds. Yes. He's kicking. Yes. And punching, and you're only punching. Right, right. And so a lot of times you're you're starting to do well, and then he just kicks you in the head. Right. And then you fall down. Right. And everyone goes going crazy. Right. And then you and then you get up. You're like, but why the fuck? Why are you doing that? <laughs> okay, okay. This is the story. The story is, a few years before that, um, Don tried to come into boxing. Like 
I tried to go into the UFC and um, came out of the Broadway Street, Broadway Street gym uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, we did about four or five rounds. I busted him up pretty bad. I had his nose bleeding. So, yeah, I don't remember this. Like I said, yeah, I remember we did it and it was over with. Well, a few years later, uh, I'm having a managerial problem. So I go back to St. Louis and they give me a call. They say, right, look, we want to know if a kickboxer met a boxer in the alley who would win. <laughs> It's a theory, right? So I say, okay, we're gonna pay you, I think twelve hundred bucks, two thousand bucks, uh, the six round, I think uh, eight round, ten round fight. But if you win the fight, we we'll guarantee you ten thousand dollar rematch. I said, who am I fighting? Down Wilson again. I don't put two and two together. <laughs> so I get down to Florida, Cocoa Beach, and um, we're gonna fight Don. And I was like, oh, this is the guy I busted up in the gym, right? Yeah. But this time, the Sammy Willis art. Now Sean Penn's brother, Chris Penn, is like his best friend. Yeah. So we're all there, and I'm training, and I'm getting ready for the fight, and uh. Chris comes over and try to look at me, try to intimidate me. Make my story short. Chris uh, Penn did? Yeah. What, by yeah. eating you or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just you know, trying to look around and yeah, see yeah. how my. So I'm, I'm trying to fake it off like I can't really fight. So I don't right. want him to run away from me. I got a guaranteed $10,000 rematch. So we get to the fight, and he's only allowed to kick like, I think, eight to 10 times around. But he's kicking like 100 times. He's allowed times to around. kick you eight times around. You can't kick him. Right. I'll you do don't even punch. know how to kick. Right. I'll do the punch. And so finally, you can only punch. Right. This, this is really the first UFC if you want to act like it. <laughs> yeah. So he kicks me he kicks me 100 times in my right leg. And my leg is like a, like a watermelon. It's so big, right? So in six miles, we just still can't do it anymore. We just gave up. Yeah. But I, So, okay. So if someone calls you tomorrow and says, hey, we want you to do sumo wrestling. Uh, yes, definitely. Call me. <laughs> oh call me. I'm ready. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. We need to get in touch with the sumo organization <laughs> immediately. Because people keep calling you know, up and saying, hey, a box. Boxer, all right, here we want to know what it would like if a boxer fought a guy with a gun. Right, uh, uh, right. he's allowed to shoot you. Like you have to start saying no to these things. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, need, I need better management. That's what I, mean. <laughs> I think well, that's the thing too is like you know you look at the evolution of the sport and, and people are always like oh, who's gonna win between a between a wrestler and a boxer yeah. or, a, or you, you can name any style and it's like yeah. well circumstantial they're, they're in in there's so many variables it's like well it just depends because. You know, one yeah. guy, one guy's always going to be stronger than the other guy in one area. Right. But you know, that's really how we were the, talking the during the, the, the break about like, you know, you were ranked eighth in the world back when being that that actually meant something in boxing. Right. It wasn't like now where there's like five hundred things <laughs> and, and every you know, I'm for some reason I'm, I'm ranked fortieth in the world and right. I, I never even boxed before. <laughs> yeah. You know, but now now it's ridiculous. But right. back when you were ranked, it was actually the guys fought each other, and there's not a guy in the UFC who could be ranked eighth in the world in boxing. Uh, there, there's not uh, just like there's not a boxer right now who could be ranked eighth in the world right. in MMA. True. So right. it, it's just it's just two different sports. Right. Uh, by the way, so we we, we got him. Do I want to try calling him? Uh, give him a couple more minutes. Okay, so David Terrell says, give him a couple more minutes. He's gonna tell the infamous street story. Now, did you guys watch the Frankie Edgar Uriah Faber card of the weekend? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. Marina, you watch it? I got a couple clips from it. I had to go to work. I had training and work in the morning. Okay, so. Okay, I'm, I'm very well aware of what happened. All right, Let's just put so it that way. It was a, in my opinion, of the fight. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. It was a good fight between two very equally matched guys, where one guy is just a little better at boxing, mm-hmm. and that at the boxing element of MMA, and that's what happened. You just wow. you, you Frankie saw, was Frankie. Frankie just a little quicker, uh, wrestling a little better, a little better. Well, I think too with. with well, a misconception about wrestling. A lot of it's timing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Frankie's timing. Look at George St. Pierre. It's like he, he's, you know, he's not the not the best wrestler, but his timing was the best. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, they talked about him wrestling Olympics. Like, that's a joke. It's a completely different sport. It's like, you know, throwing, like we just talked about, a wrestler into a, into a an MMA fight or a boxer. And, you know, just, it's just different. But I would agree. You know, Frankie's one of the most consistent guys in the UFC. I mean, he, I, he's one of the most well-rounded guys, but he's had a lot of championship experience. Um, you know, both guys are... are 
pretty evenly matched, like you said, but I, I think just the timing was better with Frankie. And people, people complain it was a boring fight. I, you know what? Not every fight can just can end in a finish or a knockout. And other people are complaining, well, there's too much MMA. Then don't watch it. You know, the, the no, you know these guys, just, as long as there are enough athletes out there that are world-class that want to compete in MMA, I'm going to watch it. Okay, you don't have to. You don't have to complain. Oh, blah blah blah. Uh, I'm not waking up at ten o'clock. I don't mind waking up at ten o'clock. I, I watched Triple G fight at night. I, I watched the UFC fight in the morning. Uh, my my, I had a good day. By triple the way, Triple G. Triple G. Triple G is a beast. Our, yeah. But yeah. I, he did show some flaws. He's a monster. He was getting hit a lot, yeah. and he was getting hit a guy by a guy who had what seven knockouts in yeah. thirty fights. But what's gonna happen when he gets hit by Canelo? Yeah. Uh. What what do you think, or, or Jake or Cotto? Well, I think I think he beats Cotto. I think Canel. I think Cotto is a little bit yeah. o- over the hump. Yeah, I think. Wars. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that it's it's hard to say. I think that'll be a, a great fight. That's, yeah, that's the fight. That's gonna be a money maker fight for yeah. sure. Um, you know, Triple G. He he's one of the the few guys I think in boxing too who's had like, you know, three three hundred and forty amateur fights, something like that. But you know, <laughs> Olympic silver medalist. Like he's he went up the amateur ranks and like yeah. he. He's definitely a skilled guy. I think he's probably going to not show a guy like Canelo as much, um, you know, just be as I guess as more open as he right. as he was with Monroe. But he gets but. hit a lot, though. He does get hit a lot. He, he looks sure. at all his fights. He does get hit a lot, and, and you know, you you wonder if he gets tapped by the wrong guy or with, with the right punch. Yeah. I think what well, with Monroe, I think he he was definitely he was definitely. Getting hit more than we've, than we're used to seeing. Yeah. You know? What did you think of the fight? Yeah. Also, them guys. You know, when you see talk about Canelo or either um, Triple G, you see the difference in their punches. They they throw a punch through a guy. Okay. A lot of people, a lot of people just throw a punch and just hit a guy. They throw it through the guy. And when you throw it through a guy, it's a difference because you get all the pain going away. So, so what? So you're saying that uh, that guy wasn't punching the guy that? Uh, well, yeah. I'm not saying he didn't have it. Some people just, he just he just has that natural build. Yeah. Where he can throw, but he's been taught again to throw to punch through a guy. Right. Another guy is more of a just just hit and run. Right. You know hit saying? and run. Yeah. The other yeah. that's the guy was yeah. doing. All right. So we're gonna talk about uh, we're, we're we're gonna talk to David Terrell. Then then we're gonna talk about the Mark Munoz fight against that was Luke so Barnett. Impressive. And then uh, and then go over the 187 fights this week as well as have Gary Goodrich. Uh, sorry, I Tyron Woodley. Uh, did he text back, Evan? Nope. Nope. Okay. So he's ducking you, Jake. Fuck you, bro. I didn't, I didn't invite him on the podcast. That was you, buddy. Uh, yeah, but but he knew you were here. He knew what time. What what, what do you think? <laughs> I said what I had to say, so oh. I'll, I'll leave it at that. All right. I don't know. And Jake continues to be the gentleman that we know him to be. <laughs> gentlemen, you, you guys don't see. All right. You know what? There's a phone call, Adam. Yes. <laughs> I love this dynamic. Hello. Hey, David Terrell. Hey. hey, it's Adam Hunter, Jake Ellenberger, Marina Shafir, and Art One, One Glove Jimerson here on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you, man? Good, man. How you doing? Good. It was good reading. I, was, I actually I met you at Bellator last week. I was sitting with Phil Baroni, Gorgeous George, and the Goes. You were you were you were you were, you were, you were in a really bad mood. You. you were in a really bad mood because uh, they they you were supposed to fight on the card and they wouldn't let you fight because you got into a fight with Tito. Tell us what happened. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really mad about it anymore, but <clears throat> yeah, me and Tito got in a little scrap on New Year's Eve, and you know, it, yeah, he, he I got to be careful with what I say about Tito because I don't want him to sue me because he's that kind of guy, right? You know? So, I, so I really can't okay go into detail about why me and him fought. 
but I can kind of say it like along the lines. Like I don't know. Like I mean, all I could talk about is my my previous experiences with Tito. Okay. And I've known Tito for about no no eleven years. I mean, I partied with the guy for like about eleven years. Right. And um, you know, he's just. He's a douchebag. Like, he's a real douchebag, that guy. There's a lot of guys that, you know, have had, you know, their experiences with Tito, and my experiences with Tito have just been just, you know, the last 11 years is just, you know, you think you think you know a guy, you know, after partying for like 11 years, and he's just a real douchebag, that guy. For example, he's the kind of guy where, like, you know, you know, he's Tito Ortiz, you know, he's, you know, a legend, fought UFC, he was a champion, you know, you know, he'll go into a club and he'll get comp bottles, you know, yeah, and, uh, you know, like, you know, I mean, it's like I said, I've been partying with him for years, you know, and I'll come up and he'll get comp bottles, he'll charge me for the comp bottles. That's the kind of guy Tito is. So he's charging you for bottles you know? that he got for free. So he is yeah, more like he, Jewish he than the bottles, average Jew. Right? And then, you know, he will charge everyone at the table. Okay. He's just the kind of guy here, you know? And he did that to me, I don't know, like a few months back. And, you know, that really, you know, put a bad taste on mouth because I went and Googled his net worth after that, and the said he was worth $15 million. He's worth $15 million. And, <laughs> listen, and I gave the guy 300 bucks to kick it at the table just to be cool. And he wanted more money. Wow. Yeah, that's the kind of guy Tito is, you know? So, you know, me and him scrapping, it was a lot of things that built up to that, you know? But what what really, you know, kind of turned the tide with me and him was, you know, he hired me to help him with his fight camp with uh, with Alexander Slamenko, who was at the time, he was the Bellator middleweight champion. And um, Tito had brought me in uh, to give him some southpaw work because I'm a lefty, you know, I'm similar height, you know, and um, similar build. Well, not really a similar build, but um, you know what I mean? Like, I was giving him looks, you know, yeah. he hired me to come in and, you know, uh, he pays me 100 bucks a day. And to get the $100 a day out of him, it was like I... It's, it's, it was like I had to pry it out of his hands, pretty much, you know. And then when he did pay me, he ten ninety nine me. I mean, it was just, you know, this dude's just. Yeah. So just, so you guys so you guys had just, bad blood going up to it. You guys, but you guys you guys did party. You were friends. You 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 were, you were going to clubs together. So so. Well, look and then look at look at. So you know when I helped him with that camp, right? Uh, there's this kid from Bellator, tough kid. Super talented kid. His name's Brendan Ward. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, I heard of him. Yeah, of course. You know, this kid is awesome. I mean, this kid's 185 pounds, and um, this this guy was like a judo national champion. He's boxed his whole life. Like this kid's, he's a he's a good athlete, right? So, anyways, you know, I'm down at the beach. I'm down there. I'm helping keto get ready for Schmeichel, and it's just me. You know, you know. I mean, it was just me at first, you know. It's like I went down to King's MMA at Hofstra Cordell, who's training him, 
and it was just me. And it's just like, you know, fuck, he just can't have one guy in his training camp. So I recruited this kid to, uh, you know, to help with the, the wrestling and the grappling part of the training camp. And then, uh, uh, so we ran about Cheeto. Hey, you know, we're going to bring this kid in. He was cool with it. Right. You know, and the kid, he was, this kid was tossing Cheeto around in training. Yeah. This kid was doing some judo stuff to Cheeto. This kid was 185 pounds and he was throwing Cheeto around. I mean, I was impressed with this kid, you know? Anyways, so this kid, you know, he's, you know, I think at the time he was 22 years old, you know, he's a surfer kid from the East Coast, you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, so this kid was riding a skateboard around everywhere and he's riding the bus around. And it's like, yo, Tito, get this kid a rental car and rent him a room. He's down there helping you get ready for this Shemeco fight, you know? Right. And Tito's like, nah. He's like, fuck that. He goes, I can't afford it right now. I'm like, you can't afford it, you know? So then I just threw out there, ah, you know, you're probably going to clear a mill. Now that's just me just speculating. I didn't, you know, I mean, I don't know what he was making, you know what I mean? But I speculated it. And then he's like, you know, he's like, ha, you know, like he texts me, ha, he goes, try, you know, I mean, I can't say the dollar amount just because I don't want to do anything. And I'm like, well, you know, why don't you do your name? You know, you're, you know, it says you're 15 million. And he's like, ha, you know, try half that, you know? And it's like, what were we really asking for here, Tito? You know, a thousand dollars for a room and a rental car. I mean, like pretty much, you know, and this kid was giving them excellent work. You know what I mean? Like this kid was, you know, and then the kid had fought for Michael prior to Tito fighting him. So it was just, you know what I mean? Like it was a good situation for Tito. You know what I mean? Right. And it was me and this kid, you know? And, and, and so, he didn't like me, you know, basically getting real with him. Like, yo, this is what it really is, man. Like, what's your, you know what I mean? Like, what's your problem, you know? And, you know, it's like he's being cheap. And, you know, like, I don't think he's used to people, you know, standing up like, to telling him. him what's up, you know what I mean? And he didn't really like it. And so, you know, that's that's another you know, reason me and him kind of like, you know, started, you Bunny know, not heads. to really so fat, so fat. see eye to eye. Right. So fat. And, then, and then, so, you know I mean? Like it led to something that I can't talk about because of legal stuff that's, I think that's going on right now. Oh, can I talk? All right. Can I, can I, can I, can I talk about it? And you'll kind of sort of like uh wink or something or, uh, uh, just give me like a, all right. So, I mean, I mean, I had to talk to a few people and, Asking what I can and can't say just because you know, right? So you, you know what I mean, like, so you guys getting sued right now over certain shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to. So you guys are you know. online at a club, and Tito throws a punch at you, uh, or he says something to you. He throws a punch. You dodged a punch. Hit him with a. Well, no. So listen, no. So listen. So, so the situation that I can't really talk about. What had happened was was Tito had went on social media, right? And he started talking shit to, uh, he started talking shit to somebody that's a friend of mine. And it, it kind of, it correlates to the whole situation, you know, but, uh, so anyways, when Tito put all the business out there, you know what I mean? I went on social media and I pretty much clowned Tito and I pretty much told him this, 
I said, look, you know, <clears throat> this isn't the early 2000s. Uh, you're not UFC light heavyweight champion. Um, the reality of this, Tito, is, is you're one and eight in your last US, your last nine UFC fights. You're pushing forty, and um, you know what I mean. Like the damaged product because you broke your neck when you were training to fight Rampage, and uh, you know Bellator they pretty much gave you a gift fight fighting a true welterweight in Shlomenko at three rounds. You know what I mean? And, you know, like, you know, so um, I don't want to put the other details that I put in there. Right. But I pretty much made fun of him. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, he's an old man, you know, and, and you know, Bellator, you know, they, you know, I mean, I can't really. Right. So then like he I sees. So then, so then... Says, but he didn't like what I said. And he's like, he's like what day turn? All right. He goes, I don't remember that, you know. And then, you know, he, you know, he, he said some shit. I clowned him how, you know, he got beat up by Rashad and he got beat up by Machida. And I just started, you know, you know I mean, I went all, you know, I went all in on him. You know what I mean? Right. Because he was talking shit to me. And then, so that was that, right? Yeah. And so then I seen him at Bellator when he fought Bonner. I was in Bonner's corner. Kind of like, Staring him down, you know, because Bonner is like one of my good buddies. Right. And um, he beat Bonner. And um, he didn't say nothing to me at the fights. But then on New Year's Eve, you know, now we're getting to the story. Um, on New Year's Eve, you know what I mean? Me, some buddies, we were going into Dre's. And I don't know if you're familiar with Dre's. A little bit. But, uh, yeah, it's an after-hour club in Vegas. It's like one of the best ones in town. And, you know, everyone... After the nightclubs are winding down, everyone goes there. Well, me and some buddies, we went there. And we were standing in front of this podium where you, you know, they write you a slip and then you walk in. Well, <clears throat> where the podium's at, it's inside these ropes. And you can't get in unless they let you in. Well, Tito, I guess he saw me, so he decided to let himself in the rope you know, with his, you know, his buddy and his girlfriend and his girl. And he closed the ropes, and the guy's like, looking like, hey, man, you can't be doing it. And he starts name-dropping himself. How he's Tito Ortiz, and how he fought with Bellator. Just some real douchebag shit, you know what I mean? Just like, he just, he's, he, he, you know, he's, he's pathetic, you know? Who does that? Who name-drops himself, you know? So anyways, he starts name-dropping himself to the guy, and, I think one of the hosts, he, you know, he recognized them, but he was like, hey, man, you got to wait behind this party, you know? Yeah. Which is my party. So then he walks by me, and when he walks by me, uh, he, like, you know, he tries to, like, semi, like, kind of, like, get in my face, kind of, but, like, he's, like, walking by, like, he's, like, punking me, right? Right. And all I did was nod my head, what's up, you know, like, just, you know, you know what's up, you know? I didn't say nothing. And then he stopped, he goes, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he, like, he stopped, and he like, he kind of got my face, you know, no, he got my face, he said, motherfucker, don't say what's up to me. And like, as soon as he did that, my, my instant reaction was, you want to fight? Like, I got back in his face, and then fucking, as soon as I did that, he fucking like, he swung on me. He, he like he threw like a left hook. He swung, 
and it was just so slow. Like I seen it coming from a mile away from my peripheral, and I just slipped back. He missed, and then I hit him with a left right. Okay. To his chin, knocked him back like three feet, and um, and this was like in front of like a hundred people, and we were about to, you know, I mean, like you know, like he was about to like get real, and then fucking somebody had grabbed him to like you know, you know, to like you know, so like the fight wouldn't go down. And then he like shook that guy off and then somebody else came from the crowd and cracked him in the face. <laughs> and like, and then like, uh, security tried to freaking tackle him. He hit in on the, he hit them, like he hit them pretty hard on the security guard so they didn't take him down. Yeah. Which is like a natural, you know, it was a natural reaction on his part. And like, and then I see him swing on someone else. And I was like, holy fuck, he's just swinging on people now. So I got behind him, and um, I grabbed him, like, around the neck, and I wanted to slip in a choke. So I was like, nah, fuck that, I gotta do that. That's mean, you know? I mean, I should have now, but, you know, I mean, I didn't. And then I fucking drug his ass to the ground and told him to fucking chill the fuck out and kick back because he's swinging on people. Wow. You know what I mean? So so he's on the ground. You, you he's got on him. the ground. I got him, you know, you know, I got my arm around his neck and I yanked him to the ground. Was he, t- was he tapping? No, because I, you know I mean? Like I said, I didn't, la- you know what I mean? I didn't seek him to choke even though I fucking wanted to. Right. I was like, no, I can't do that to this dude because I would have put him to sleep and he would have just, it would have been a, you know what I mean? He would have, it just would have been not cool. So then fast, um, so fast forward to last week's Bellator event. I heard you were calling him a pussy at the event, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. When Kendall Grove was fighting my boy Brandon Halsey, he was running up to the corner, and Biscuit was looking at him like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" Like, you know, like I'm cornering him, you know, because you know he's not a corner man. He's, a, you know, he, yeah, he, you know, he's over there yelling stuff, you know. And I stood up and I said, "Dude, you're a pussy," and he flipped, and then like he he looked over and he. And he he started to say something, and then he follows me, and he just he turned around and walked away. So, do you want to fight Tito in the next Bellator event? Oh man, I can't fight that dude in an event. Why? Know, just because I fight welterweight. He's a you know, he's like heavyweight. But I'd love to fight him in the street, though. That'd be a whole you know what I mean. And that's a whole different fight right there. You know what I mean? A street fight with Tito all day. So, what's going on with your career? Because at one point, like I was talking to Jake. You, you you were one of the hottest prospects in MMA. I mean, you you had knocked out Matt Lindland in 25 seconds. No, 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 no. See, there's two Dave thrills. Okay, see, there's the NorCal Dave, and then there's the Vegas one. I'm the Vegas one. Okay, I fought in the WEC. You fought in the WEC. Okay, I fought WEC team in the cage, and you know that. How did you? How's how's your career going? You know, I have been offered to fight in Bellator a lot but there were like five weeks four weeks notice you know and i just was like nah, you know you're not you know i'm not trying to fight no short notice you know fights you know so i waited you know and like you know i, I you know i mean i haven't fought in like two years because i was kind of waiting for the right fight to come along and and i had gotten contracted to fight a guy from team quest for his last bellator but you know so what's your what's your record right uh, now it's seven and seven. Se- seven and seven. Yeah. But you're one and oh yeah. at but you're one and oh at uh Dre's. 
What? You're one and zero outside against Tito at the at the Drace at the Drace yeah, nightclub. <laughs> You're one and zero. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, yeah, Tito. Yeah, he, he wasn't expecting that to happen. You know, he, you know, he, he, uh, yeah, he, he didn't think I was gonna, right, you know, uh, light him up like that. You know, but he should have known, man, because me and him sparred so many hours. You know, and like, you know, what I mean, like me and him scrapped. So you, you know what I mean, and you get the best of him during sparring. Oh fuck yeah! Like in the stand-up, yeah, he's yeah. Tito's stand-up is garbage. It's not that good. I'm sure a lot of fighters can attest to that. You know, Jake. Do you, he's any, slow. Do you have any questions for Dave Terrell? He's slow. He's slow. The first day that I trained him, I tapped him out with a head knife triangle choke. For the first day you were training him, tapped him out with a head. The first day I trained him at Rafael Cordero's gym in front of Rafael Cordero, I submitted him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So. So, and Tito's got some good, you know, I mean, he's got some decent submission, you know. Yeah, he's a little slick, you know. Right. I trained him back in 2006 in Big Bear, and he submitted me with a knee bar that just out of nowhere. Like, I wasn't even expecting that one. So when I trained him this last time, I was like, I know they're estimating this dude. I'm going to come out there and, you know, and, yeah, man, it's so, yeah, man, it's, yeah, he tapped. Okay. So and you- then, yeah, and then the stand-up, it was just, you know, stand-up I mean, he's got power, but I mean, you can, man, I was taking him up all day and I was kicking him with the liver shot because that's what Shoemaker was going to throw on him. So I was landing liver shots left and right on him with the left leg kick, you know? Right, right, right. He he just couldn't see it coming. Well, listen, man. You know. Thanks for calling in. Hopefully, this will get you help help get you a fight. I mean, you're 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 seven and seven. You you you, you yeah, want man. Fight? The seven and seven. You know, I mean, man, I've had some really shitty decisions not going my way, and you know, it sounds bad, but you know, who's the best guy I mean, you fought? You can talk to other fighters, man. I've been robbed in a lot of fights, you know. Right, right, right. Okay. So you know, but you know, we all know how it, you know the judging goes. You know what I mean? And, and, my last fight, I really got robbed. I mean, wow. uh, Mazagadi was a ref, and you know, he, he he deducted two points from the guy. So the guy basically started the fight two rounds down, and like somehow he managed to win, and I knocked him down. Damn! I mean, all I had to do was win one round, and I almost finished in one round. And for some reason, I'll, you know, and uh, and, uh, and who was this fight against? Huh? Who was that fight against? Uh, fuck. He trained at Vanley's gym. I think his name is Mike Madrid. Nice. Art Jimerson, do you have any... I uh, bought him at the Hard Rock, you know. Uh, you know do you have any know. questions for David Terrell? Hey, David, how you doing, buddy? It's uh, Art. It's uh, the legend. Art Jimerson's here with us. And, oh, okay. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> Jake Ellenberger, any, any, anything you want to say to David Terrell? Oh, I was just fascinated with the story. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he's on. That was great. <laughs> yeah, man. No, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I talked to Adam, you know, Yes. Uh, Friday night, and he's like, yeah, man, you know, come on and, you know, talk. And so, yeah, sure, you know. Hey, uh, hey who's the best person yeah. you ever fought, man? Huh? Who's the best person you ever fought? Man, I fought Tiki Gosen nice. back in 2007 in the WEC. Yeah? You know, yeah. Did you beat Tiki? He had Tito in, he had Tito in his corner. And I had Chuck in my corner, and Chuck had just knocked out Tito uh, three months before that on the New Year's Eve card back in 2007. Nice. So, you know, I mean, it was kind of a big deal, you know. And Did you beat Tiki? You know, he didn't like me, and, and I didn't like him just because, well, you know what? I take that back. I didn't 
dislike Tito or, or, or um, excuse me, Tiki. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I fought Tiki because I was mad at Tito. Right. Because because uh, Kendall Grove, he had just won the Ultimate Fighter. He brought me out to Big Bear to help him train for his camp. Yes. And at the time, I was training with Forrest Griffin and, um, I don't know, I was training with Gray Maynard, Mike Pyle. Yeah, all the guys. Mike Cannon. I mean, I was training on, you know, with all the Vegas guys out here. And Tito, I guess, was going to fight Forrest. And Kendall had told him that I trained with Forrest, but I wasn't out there to spy or anything. I was out there to help Kendall. Anyways, Tito freaking, you know, he he basically had me removed oh, God. from from Just... helping Kendall out. Well, he didn't have me removed. I left because, you know what I mean? Like, I told Kendall like this. I said, look, you brought me out here from Vegas, so I'm, you know, me and you, we're getting our five out of sparring in every day, regardless of what you do with Tito. Right. So what Tito did was, he was like, all right, you know, so he... He basically made Kendall do the same thing. So Kendall would go five rounds with me, and then he would go five rounds with Tito. So Kendall was doing ten rounds a day in Big Bear. Jesus Christ. Well, listen, man, Dave, it was, it was an honor. And then he just, you know, so anyways, like, long story short, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I left, and then so, and then I might offer to fight with one of his boys, fought him, won, and then I was at well, listen, Dave, it's an honor to have you on the show, man. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully you get that Tito street fight that you want. Uh, and uh, <laughs> thanks for everything, brother. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I mean, you've, you've been pretty shy, huh? So, huh? So, you've been pretty shy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, hopefully, hopefully you, get, you uh, get that street fight. And uh, thanks for everything. But well, nah, well, where, can, where, happen, where, where can people you find know, you? It'd be nice. Where can, huh? people, where can people find you on social media? Uh... I have a Facebook. Um, do, you have a, I got a, do you have a Twitter I got account? Instagram. Um, Dave underscore Terrell. All right, cool. One L on the Terrell. Um, I mean, everybody puts two Ls. All right. You know, I got one L. And, you know, yeah, you, know, you can find me on social media or whatever, you know? All right, cool. Well, thanks, but, uh, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Take care, buddy. You too. Bye. All right. Keep it real. <laughs> what did you say? Keep it real. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts, Alan Berger? <laughs> uh, it was it was interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It wasn't the Nor wasn't the NorCal. Oh uh, yeah, Terrell. I thought it was a different David Terrell. I felt but stupid. For some reason, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was the other David Terrell. I mean, that's an easy mistake to make, right? I mean, you you hear David Terrell MMA fight, you look him up, and then you right. That's an easy mistake to make. You think? No. Yeah. All right, Marina. What are your thoughts? Uh, into the microphone. I'm not surprised. Not surprised about what? I'm not surprised about Tito. Really? Why? Just not surprised. It's not the first time I've heard things like this about him, and I don't know the guy. That's all. I mean, it's just from what I hear out and about, I mean, I don't have an opinion on him. I don't know him. Yes. I've, I've never sat down, had a meal with him. I've never broke bread with him. I've. But this is not the first time I've heard things like this about him. Who do you break bread with? Who do I break bread with? Yeah, yeah. You're like, I never break bread with them. I was no, that's how you get to know people is when you have a meal with them. Oh, yeah. And you sit and talk. And By the way, my birthday is coming up Wednesday. Uh, I invite Jake. You know what else is the... Wednesday? What's that? Woman Crush Wednesday. Uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Continue. <laughs> Thanks. That's, that's a great joke. Uh, so I, I, I invite Marina to my birthday, right? I'm having a little get together at the haha. -ha. I can't. She's like, I'm, I'm in camp. 
Oh, really? When's your fight? Uh, we don't have a date yet. So I'm, 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 I'm being actually, I'm being stood up that she can't come out for half an hour at my birthday party because she's in camp to a fight that hasn't been scheduled yet. Hmm. Fucking respect, huh? No. Yeah, and Victor, what the hell? I, I get, I get no respect. Give Art, me a, give me a you, date. Art, you think you don't get respect? I don't, I don't get respect, man. Huh? <laughs> so UFC one. 177. Wait, really quick, Adam. 187, yeah. Uh, Mark Munoz's fight. You want oh, to yes. talk about that real quick? Yes. I was stoked for him. It so was, was uh, I, yeah, you know, his last good. fight. He was planned as his, uh, you know, his exit and his retirement. So it went well. He looked, he looked great. And, and if you know Barnett, he, he's a dangerous guy. Like, yeah. He, uh, you know, Mark, Mark showed up to fight, though. I told Luke, though, I was like, Luke, don't get in close with this guy. Don't try to stay on the outside. Did Luke, you're giving him advice. Yes. Does, does, does Luke listen? No. No one listens to me. I mean, okay. You got a guy. Advice from yeah. Adam Hunter. Yes. I'm just saying. I'm telling. Well, and I'm for everybody kidding. who doesn't know, he re- he he coaches. He I coach coach. middle school wrestling. He too. he coaches middle school wrestling. So look, it so wasn't shitty advice. We need to just start listening. It wasn't that, shitty that, that advice. Wasn't, that wasn't bad advice. But if it was shitty Don't advice, let market close. I I would have used dude wipes because dude wipes <laughs> will take out any shitty advice. Okay. Trust me, guys. You. You want your ass smelling good, UK. You want it smelling fresh. I use dude wipes even when I don't take shit. Sometimes I'll just go and I will just because I it changed my whole life. Honestly, my life sucked before dude wipes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you guys could all uh, actually, I had a couple people say, listen, that said that somebody said Adam, uh, my girlfriend ate my ass today. Said it was a pleasant experience. Thank you, dude wipes. And another person said, Adam, a homeless guy ate my ass. Thanks, dude wipes. I'm telling you. Really? So, wow. so write the funny ones. I will retweet them because uh, people have been doing that. Also, guys, Hempcore. Hempcore. I've been te- starting to take Hempcore, and uh, my body is feeling amazing. <laughs> my I- body. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling stronger, okay? My workouts are better. You look leaner, too. You I look leaner. I, I Honestly, I have. No, you look, yeah, you look leaner. You can mix it in a shake, sprinkle it on your dinner, slam it with water. Sprinkle I'm, that shit. Hempcore, it's used by Jordan Mean, uses it, okay? There's a badass fighter, Jordan Mean. He's sponsored by Hempcore. Okay, guys, uh, fighters out there, it's 100% hemp. 100% hemp. You could buy it at... Uh, hemp store, uh, hempcorestore.com. H e m p c o r s t o r e. Hempcore store. There's no, there's no, there's no e after the core. Also, uh, dude wipes. You can get at amazon.com forward slash dude wipes. And finally, guys, uh, if there, if your business has been vandalized, okay, which is a horrible thing, don't worry, we got you covered. Removeitrestoration.com. RemoveItRestoration.com will take care of it for a cheap price. You, uh, I, uh, Mark Munoz, what you said, I was so happy. His speech was awesome. A little long, but you know what? He's, he, he, he's <laughs> yeah. earned it. Uh, I said it was longer than all of Ronda's fights combined. Um, I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for him. Yeah, I, and I I, you know what? Luke wanted the fight, and I hope he doesn't get cut. He lost two split decisions. This is his third fight he lost in a row. But he's a good. Oh no, I don't think he'll get cut. He's he's he's, he's nervous. He's nervous. He even tweeted Dana, "Hey, he, please don't cut me." You know, and I hope he doesn't get cut because he's also he's a guy who, uh, you know, he's just started doing MMA a couple of years ago. It's a little new, but he's he's from England, great ambassador of the sport, puts on exciting yeah. fights. You know, I have I have friends that train down the lines too. He's he's a hard worker. You know, he's a hard worker, and he's 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 getting better. I mean, you know. <laughs> Fighting Munoz when he's on, man, it's a, that's a tough fight. Yeah, tough fight for anybody. Right. But I, I, with that fight, with that performance, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would hope he wouldn't get cut. 
By the way, the uh, the Kendall Grove fight that I was at, he fought that guy uh, uh, Housley, Housley mm-hmm. who uh, you know he said he, he like wanted steroid testing before. Look, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I have no proof, but I have <laughs> never seen a more jacked fighter. I mean, it's like Sean Shirk times four. This guy, and I mean, he's this guy's an all American wrestler, two time all American college wrestler. He's tough to beat. This guy, he's, he's he submitted Solanko in 30 seconds. He's undefeated. He really is, I think, that next breed of wrestler coming to MMA. Because once he, Kendall buckled him once at the end of the first. He did buckle him. But once these guys come in for a takedown, I don't know how you stop this guy's shot. He is just powerful, this dude. Yeah, he's a big guy. Have you trained with him? No, I have, I have not, no. But he is, he's a tough, you know, he's, he's got some good wrestling experience. But his downfall that, <clears throat> that we saw, he had zero head movement. His head was straight up and down. And, yeah, Unfortunately, you know, he, he's going to uh, eventually someone's going to catch him. I mean, Kendall's a tall guy too. I was like, he keeps a straight jab, straight punch. They're all going to land. He doesn't move his head at all. But. Yeah. And then my my, uh, my guy who I'm predicting as the next Bellator champion, uh, that kid, um, the uh, national champion, the guy that beat Metcalf, he 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 won his fight. Oh, Darren Caldwell. Darren Caldwell. That kid's the next, the next big thing. I'm calling it. Next 135 Bellator champion, Darian Caldwell. Uh, by the way, Neil Nemagny's on a seven-fight winning streak, and that dude—he I used to be a kid on my wrestling team that would only start wrestling when he gets taken down. Like somebody would take him down, he would get angry, come <laughs> yeah. back and beat the guy. I think everyone has a, an athlete they know like that. Mm-hmm. This kid Magny—I thought he was out in the first. He came back and uh, it, the kid's fucking—he's on fire. Mm-hmm. Seven in a row. He's your weight class, right? One seventy. I believe so. Yeah. Honestly, after after you beat up the uh, Karate Kid. Actually, you're you're, you're uh, ranked higher than Magny, um, even though rankings don't move shit. But that, but he's he's tough to be. He's, he's he kid's tough. I I, I think Magny's Magny's here to who's stay. He, uh, who's he? Who's he beat? Who's wins over? Uh, don't know. Who, Just who, curious. I, uh, Evan's gonna pull it up right now. Uh, all right. We, Evan is so good, by the way. He's, it's hard. I mean, at, at this level, it's hard to get three or four wins in a row in any weight class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seven so, is a lot. Pro, yeah. Props to him. Notables. Tim Means. Uh, Alex Garcia. That. Yoked Cuban dude, uh, William Macario, Kunimoto. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. T- I, I, okay. I would say seven wins in a row, but not like not like huge names. I, I would say Tim Means is is the. the I'm sure he'll get a best big fight. Yeah. Um, this next fight will be the ring guy. Uh, now, also um, this week, UFC. 157, 187. I keep I keep I keep getting the name wrong. <laughs> UFC 187. There's some. Uh, some great fights. Who do we have? Uh, starting with you, Daniel Cormier or Anthony Johnson? Marina Shafir's picks are Anthony Johnson. Really? How? Um, decision. Really? Mm-hmm. Jake Ellenberger. That's a good fight. You know, I like both <laughs> these guys, and I, I, I uh, it's hard not to play the fence with this fight. But I'm leaning towards DC. You know, I, I, I really. Uh, DC's a good friend of mine. I'm, I think it's going to be a fantastic fight, though. Our Art Jermerson, who watches Noah May, who doesn't know either <laughs> of these guys, what's your pick? Both of them. You can't pick both. A, a, a draw? Yeah, DC and AJ. Yeah, yeah, uh, a draw. A draw. Okay, a draw, all right, that, all right. That, hey, that, could, that might be the Jimerson's one that picking a draw, just so you guys know. <laughs> what if he gets He doesn't even know who these guys are. What, 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 what if he gets everybody right? Okay, uh... And then uh, some other uh, notable, the uh, undercard, uh, Donald Cerrone against um, Fear the Fighter, John McDessie. 
Who do we like in that one? Oh, yeah. Is Medesi taking the fight on kind of short notice? Very short bit. notice. But okay. he fought like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a tough guy. I, I think Cerrone will, will probably win this fight, though. He, he's, a t- he's a tough guy to beat, especially coming on short notice. Medesi is being sued, by the way, by uh, Cerrone, by Musasi for Fear of the Fighter. Musasi looked great in his fight last week. We forgot him. He looked amazing against... Uh, he just landed a really big sponsor, too. Costa Filippo by a, ti- a tire company, mm-hmm. which is co- cool because he looked tired. No, kidding. Uh, no, he, um, yeah, he, uh, he's good. He, he, that was a corny. That don't was give bad. me that. Don't go. Oh, it was, look. I know. It's off, off the cuff. <laughs> don't say it's a good one, you fucker. You, you can't look at Marina. Jake is such an instigator. He is such. Uh, uh, what? I, yeah, you, you, you like text people shit. I fucking, I'm on to you, brother. I'm on to <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Chris Wyman. How dare you text people? Shit, no, but he Jake does Elmer. it in a way that, like, as in a way. Me. All right, Chris Wyman, Vitor Belfort. I, I Wyman all the way. Oh, Wyman. Uh, Belfort doesn't have his Jesus juice, uh, and I think he's gonna. Fa- <laughs> I think he's gonna fall uh, apart. I you mean, know, you, no, I agree. Wyman is. He, I just think it's Wyman's on the top of his game, man. He's hard to beat. I think. He, I think he'll, he'll be unless Vitor catches him in the first. If you know, I, Wyman. Yeah, Vitor, yeah, unless he catches, but I, honestly, I think, I think juiced up TRT Vitor beats Wyman. I don't think anybody beats him. Look at the, the, the guy that came out against Luke Rockhold that was throwing Anderson, moral combat yeah. moves. Um, but this new Vitor Belfort, when you don't have the TRT, you don't have that, the mental aspect. You know, I've heard stories about Vitor Belfort, like before his fight with Vanderlei Silva, uh, uh, rumor has it, he was like underneath a... He was underneath a, a table, and he had to be convinced to come out and fight Belfort. He was like by, by Big John McCarthy, who then convinced him to come out. He destroys Vanderlei in 45 seconds. But legend has it, he, he's a mental case. So guys like that, when you have that, like, that was a long time ago, yes. But at the same time, when you have that dependency on something to make you, you feel mm-hmm. undestructible, mm-hmm. and it's literally making you indestructible, and that gets taken away, come on. Right, Jimerson? Thank you. All right. So, uh, uh, Travis Brown. I, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I, I, I don't know. I've never taken testosterone, so I could not relate, but I would agree that that's going to have some sort of psychological effect. Yeah. Evan the Beard? All right. Good. Uh, now, Travis Brown, Andre Arlovsky. Travis Brown, all day long. Uh, yeah, I got, I got Brown. You know, one thing that I've, which really surprised me about Travis Brown is he's he's so athletic. Like, if you see him run the track and just st- st- certain moves, like heavyweights usually don't move like that. He's, he's a college basketball athletic. player. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But, yeah, I'm going with Brown. Travis Brown. Uh, yeah, I think I don't know how he wins, though. Does he knock him out? I think I think he stops him. I think he I think stops he sto- him, too. Yeah, I, I, I think he stops him in the first or second. Uh, Benavidez versus Moraga. Oh, Benavides. Benavides at a different level. Fought tougher guys. Now, Moraga, actually, I mean, Moraga fought uh, the champ, but it just seems that he seems to beat the guys he's supposed to beat, lose to the guys who's spo- who he's supposed to beat. Uh, John Dotson versus Zach Funsize Markovsky. Marina. I'm not. I don't know. You don't That's know who John Dotson is? No, I That's just don't know. Fight. You don't That's know? It's a good fight. Why is it a good fight? Because I've. Okay, John Dotson. We'll just see. <laughs> We'll just see. I can't. I mean, I was always leaning towards Dotson, but there are fighters that I'm not as familiar with. You don't know Zach Markovsky? No. Okay, that's all you got to say. I know, but okay, like... Okay, he was a Bellator fighter. Okay. I know. I know he where a, he came from. Where did he I come just, from? Bellator. Okay, but where before that? 
I don't know. Okay, listen, I'll, I'll educate you. He, I think he went to Lock Haven. I think he was a two-time All-American, uh, college wrestler, tough kid, 125 pounds. I think he dropped. I think he started at 135. He did okay. He actually came off a loss in Bellator. They came. Uh, he he fought. It was. A, I think he was a champion. He was a title holder for a second. Lost it. Lost two in a row in Bellator. Came back. Uh, and now is on a resurgence. I think he's won his last four out of five. Tough guy. Seems to lose to the upper echelon of a guy, which is why I think he's going to lose to Dotson. Mm. Well then. There you go. Off the dome. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Off the dome. Dong versus Markovsky. Dong Markovsky. Sorry, who's that? Uh, no, no, I mean, I mean Dong Berkman. Uh, uh, Justin. Uh, uh, Josh Berkman. Josh Berkman against the Donger. Dong Young Dong Kim. Kim, yeah. That's your weight class. Yeah, you know, it's. That's a. I'm going to go with Berkman. Me too. Yeah, that's a good fight, though. I like it. Marina? Marina likes a dong. Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> Rose Namajunas versus Nina Ansaroff. Rose all day. But yeah? Yes. Do, you, do you know the other girl? I'm not impressed with the other girl. Yeah, she. I looked at her wins. She's never beaten a girl with like a winning record. Um, but and uh, Rose Namajunas seems like, but she trains over an American Top Team, uh, and she's you know she got good training partners. Mike Pyle versus Colby Cummington. Colby's been on our show before, 7-0, All-American wrestler, two-time All-American wrestler, John Joe's roommate in Comet in uh, in college against Mike Pyle. John Joe's roommate, you said? Yeah. And where at? At uh, Iowa, Iowa Central? Central Community College or something. That's probably it. Um, against Mike Pyle, a guy that you knocked out, Jake Ellenberger. I don't know, man. This is a good, this is a tough one to call. Mike's, a, you know, Mike's obviously a vet and uh, he's he's got great submissions, but... Uh, it depends where this fight goes. You know what I mean? If, if this guy, if the wrestler just controls him, then he could win a decision. But I'm, I don't know. It's hard to say. Hmm. All right. Uh, I like, uh, this is a tough one. I mean, you got, I think it's a crossroads fight. And I hate to say it because I'm a big Mike Pyle fan. But this kid's wrestling is going to be tough to take. Uh, I've watched his fights before. He's a fucking monster. I like Mike Pyle too. I like Mike Pyle yeah. too. I, he's a great guy. I just he's taken a lot. Of, he's been in a massive wars, but he's a streaky fighter. He's a guy who wins seven in a row, loses four in a row, wins ten in a row. Yeah. I mean, he definitely just, puts on a show every single time. And that's just his haircut. So yeah. uh, Justin, finally, Justin Scoggins versus Josh uh, Sampo. Both these guys are on two Sampo. fights. Never heard of these guys. Two fights. Justin. Samples Justin Tank Louis, Scoggins, yeah. St. Louis guy, uh, yep. four-time state champion from South Carolina. Uh, he's like the pride of that Myrtle Beach area. He, however, he lost his last two fights, and Sampo lost his last two fights. You like, you like Sampo in this fight? I like Sampo. Yeah, I've trained with him quite a bit. He's he's a uh, my uh, jiu-jitsu instructor, Rodrigo Vaghi from St. Louis. That's uh, one of it. that's his coach, uh, and he's a tough kid. I've seen him. I've, I've trained with him. He's 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 no joke. So how does he beat Scoggins? Submission, rear naked choke. That's uh, that seems to be uh, Scoggins Achilles heel. Uh, I'm picking Scoggins though. Okay. I, I think it's, I think he's gonna grind him. So what are, what are we betting here, Adam? Uh, let's bet uh, a date with Marina. So <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like some push-ups or something. No, who, who, the loser has to make out Marina. Uh, um, well, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> do I? 
Do, is this thing on? Do I get a say in it? <laughs> yeah. In this, uh, okay. in this bet? Okay, the winner gets to feel her up. The loser gets to Whoa. make out with her. Okay, so what? What? You, what, you don't like these? These are just a friendly bet, Marina. No. Why do you have to ruin our no. fun? No. No? It's like making out with your brother. I'm cool. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Look, I made out with my brother many times. It's, it's way, way underrated. Listen, oh. no. There's so. Throw it in uh, uh, dude wipes. A dude wipes. A box of dude wipes. Okay, a box of dude wipes. Thank uh, you, Arch Emerson. Okay. Now we have a quick phone call with Gary Goodridge. Hey, Gary, you there? Gary? I'm right here. Yeah, did you want to tell us about the night of the uh, Oleg fight? The Oleg fight, yeah. I can tell you. Uh, you want, want a story about that? Sure. All right, are we, on, are we on live TV now? Or live on radio? Yeah. Well, All right, well, yeah, I'm supposed to fight that uh, Oleg. Um, it was supposed to be my first fight. It was actually my first fight in um, in Japan, outside of the United States. So uh, they lined me up to fight Oleg. And I look at the roster, and I kind of looked to see what was going on, and they really they had set it up. For me to lose to get to the Gary, yeah. and I know how they set it up because he had just been beating a spanking tank, and uh, you know, submitting tank, and he had he had a really good uh, good record, and uh, they set it up for me to lose. So I, I, I recognized that right away. So I went in there, and I said to myself, I said, and I knew it was me because I recognized the voice. I said, self, you know what? You ain't gonna lose to this motherfucker. I can use that word, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, so I said to myself, so, I mean, you ain't gonna lose to this motherfucker. So they, they, they hook me up. Then, uh, you know, we get over there and I watch everybody. It's my first time in, um, in a foreign country, um, to fight. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm not sure what's going on. You know, we went through the, the, the P testing and the this testing and the that testing. And, and finally we, we can fight. And, um, uh, we are uh, the first fight on. Our fight was the uh, was the first fight on the card, and I get out there and um, so so I I kind of sized him up the whole uh, the whole three days we were there first, and and he looked strong and he looked like Oleg of course and you know I I had visions of him uh, just being able to hold on and do whatever and take whatever I can give until uh, until I get tired and him tap me out. So I didn't want any of that. So we get up and we start fighting. She said, you know, just jabbing. And right away, I realized he's scared. He's afraid. Um, so anytime you're, when you're fighting, your opponent's afraid, you gain power. You, you gain momentum with that. So I blew up in the cage in the first, um, probably the first 30 seconds in the cage. Uh, he was facing Gary Goodridge um, when he first got the, the beginning of the cage. By the end of the first round, he was facing about ten of me because I had that, I had that much power behind me. There was no way I was letting this guy take anything from me. You know, I just had to keep repeating that to myself: "He can't beat me. He can't beat me. He's got to beat me. I don't have to beat him," and so on and so forth. So I just kept on telling myself that. Next thing you know, he's on the ground, not trying to run away from my punches. <laughs> nice. And then next thing you know, then we get on the ground. I got he's trying to run away from my punches. And I, I, I stand up and I, I, I step back and uh, I came up with a giant kick to his face. It hit him right in the face and squared in the face with my kick. It hit it like a slap. Bang! And, um, and then I, I broke my foot. When I kicked him in the face, my, his face broke my foot. So uh, 
right away, and I could feel that. I could feel right away that it did swell up because it was tight. I couldn't bend it. I couldn't do anything with my foot. It was the, actually the instep of my foot that was that was broken. And then uh, what I did was uh, I just, uh, after I uh, messed around with him for a little bit, uh, he stood back up, and I came, I came over to him with a giant hand, a right hand on his jaw, and uh, he was a uh, good night, Irene. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Well, here you are. I mean, uh, Gary Goodrich. That's uh, that's. I love that story. I also love the story when you submitted the guy by squeezing his balls. Uh, that's that's my second favorite Gary Goodrich story. Gary, uh, you're the man. Uh, you are the man. Um, we want to have a regular segment where you, we call you and you tell us a fucking legendary Gary Goodrich story. Uh, thank no you. No problem. <laughs> Thanks for being on the podcast, brother. No, I want to actually push my on my Twitter. Um, Gary H. Goodrich. Gary uh, at Gary H. Goodrich. Uh, that's important to me. So please, if you need to get hold of me, yes. I'm on there all the time. All right, thanks. It's Gary. only me, nobody else. Gary, you're the best. Awesome. Appreciate it, Gary. I had a great time. Let me know when you want me again. I, lo- I would love that. Bye, man. Gary. Thank you, Gary. Have a good day, buddy. All the best. Bye, bye. All right. I love Gary the Goodrich. I love the old timers. Huh. Marina, it would help if you talk into the microphone. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, holding it. That's awesome. I know it's a very professional podcast here. So we, we professional. Always run. So, uh, Art, where can people find you, man? Um, Facebook, Art Jimerson. <laughs> All right, but if now, so if I want to take boxing lessons yes, from Art Jimerson, yes, where yes. where do I go? Um, let's see. Art Jimerson at yahoo.com. Okay, but but don't you teach right now? Yes, sir. So where? What? I'm sorry, UFC gym, Rosemary, the Torrance. Also, I teach private classes outside of the gym, but that's where you can reach me at. Um, UFC gym. Yes. In Rosemead or Torrance. Yes. Or for private classes, you can reach me at um, Art Jimerson at yahoo.com. That's amazing. I want to take private lessons from Art Jimerson. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. That is that's a, that's like the best thing ever. Uh, Jake, uh, you got you got a big fight coming up now. I know you're you're uh, training for the um, for Stephen Thompson. Um, mm-hmm. Any any anything different you're doing in training? Uh, different, yes and no. Um, as far as <laughs> who I'm training with, not not really no. But uh, no, I'm just getting ready for uh, yeah for July 12th. This is you guys. T- you guys tell me fucking nothing. Every 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 week. I can't give my strategy away. You, you can't you can't give your strategy. All right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Every, but no, July twelfth, MGM. It's on a Sunday, actually, headlining a tough finale. You're headlining against, it. Yes, that's amazing. The you're the always headlining boy. or co-headlining. Even when you're like you're not, you're like fifth billing. Everyone gets hurt, and you end up fucking co-headlining. <laughs> that happened in Mexico. Hey man, I'm just I'm a company guy. You know, I step up when they need me. That happened in L.A. and 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 then now you're the headliner. That's well, actually, no, I wasn't the co. I was actually the third on the main card of L.A. But. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. By the way, uh, Roy Nelson is fighting uh, Josh, your trainer. In September. September. And they're already talking shit on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Josh said that- I love uh, Josh. Josh said that you inject yourself with gravy shots to Roy yeah. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's talking shit. That's just fucking funny. <laughs> it's, I think it's both. Uh, who do we like in that fight? I think Josh wins. Josh is going to smash him. Smash him? Smash him. Depends on what Josh shows up. The Josh that shows up that like- you know some of these strike force Josh and some of like uh, some of the earlier Josh fucking smashes him. Mm-hmm. The, the Josh that wasn't motivated for Travis Brown, it might be a long night. You know, 
Yeah. But uh, but I mean, I think Josh. I mean, the Josh that shows up for Metamorphosis will fucking smash anybody. He's he's like the Metamorphosis king. <laughs> so how do you, how do you think Josh wins, Marina? Submission. What round? First round. First round. First round. Has Ronald else ever been submitted? I don't know. No. But there's a first time for everything. So you think uh, Evan? What? Do you, do you think how, who, who wins this fight? I go with Josh. Nah, I don't know about submission though. Yeah, I, I, I think, go with Josh decision. Jo- yeah, that's how I go. I think Josh just. Uh, no, no, how, how do you submit Ryan Nelson? But what? I mean, he's almost impossible to submit. He, say, he, yeah, he's leg like attack. A leg attack? Heel hook, knee bar. Oh, yeah. Knee bar. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> are you going to try to <laughs> choke him? You can't. He's got no neck. Yeah, you can't. That's what I'm saying. He's got Who no. Who says anything about a neck? What, his arm, an arm bar against Ryan Nelson? Sure, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He's never been submitted, ever. But but if anybody could do it, it could be Josh. <laughs> so, uh, is that, now, are you train with Josh, right? Yeah, every day. I mean, how uh, motivated is he for this fight? Um... Well, he's got a couple things going on, but he's always motivated to train. And he trains harder than some lightweights I know. Right. Now, they're, they're coaching the Ultimate Fighter in Japan? I guess so, yeah. Now, do they speak Japanese? Josh has decent Japanese <laughs> from what I hear. Well, how is Roy going to coach? He's going to be the biggest guy in the history of Japan. Yeah. He's going to go there and tell them, what is he going to tell these Japanese guys? I don't know. Is this going to be hilarious? I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah. I can't wait That'll to watch that. that be fun that. to watch. I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> so, Arch Emerson, you want to fight Kimbo Slice still? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. I got to ask you about that real quick before we end the show. So, you you know, you, you, you started your career 35 and 4. Yes. Then you lost your last nine fights. Yes. Uh, what happened there? Well, basically, you know, went through a divorce. And, um, you know, just most, most fighters, if you see the end of their career, uh, a lot of them, you know, because, you know, a lot of times people catch you at the end of the, your career. Yeah. And it's like you become a, 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 you know, a target just for a, a win. Right. You know, have a good name on your record. So basically, Did you go into every one of those fights thinking you're going to win? Well, a lot of them I did. But again, uh, oh, they call you in a week, week and a half. You know, they offer you enough money. Someone offers you $20,000 and you're like, you know, broke. Well, you got bills to pay. It's like, okay, sure, I'll take it. You know? Right. So I, mean, so, I mean, I had a decent job at Pepsi Cola. So basically, you know, some of the fights I thought I could win. But again, um, a lot of fights on short notice, you know. You fought uh, Vasily Jura. Yes. Who I used to watch. He was the outstanding fighter in the Olympics. Yes, yes, he was yes. a gold medalist. Yes. He, he, was, uh, he was the OW, the outstanding boxer yes. of the Olympics. This guy, if you look up Jira versus James Tony, yeah. one of the best boxing yes. matches yes, you'll was. ever, ever see. <laughs> yes. Now, you fight this guy. This guy used yeah. to train with tigers. They yes. said that they used to lock him in hotel floors with a tiger. I don't know how you get a tiger into a hotel. But, uh, and then they would just have him fight tigers. Yeah. And his trainer would drop him off in the middle of the ocean and have him swim back. He was from where you're from, basically. He, he's oh, like, okay, cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, Back in those crazy parts of uh, of Russia, I think he's from Siberia, actually. But um, um, Eastern Europe. Oh wow! Eastern yeah. Europe. Now, when you fought Jirov, was that what was that like? It was well. Again, um, you know, he's uh, undefeated, and basically they wanted a good name on the record. So yeah. uh, I was, you know, I was kind of going down in my career. But um, I, I mean, was out in Vegas. We was in Vegas, or Atlantic City. One of them. <laughs> I forget which one it was. But anyway, um, I went in the fight. Like, see, I lasted about I guess a couple. Of Two or three rounds. He just hit me with a good body shot. Oh my goodness! Right. He's good. He's good with body shots. Right. So I gave him a good fight the first two or three rounds. The third round, they hit me with a good body shot. But you still think you could beat Kimbo Slice today? Today? Yes. Look at a my fighter eyes. is a fighter always. Yeah. Adam. I mean, my Kimbo, I respect him. But again, I mean, you know, 
he's fighting tomato cans. Right. Know? Well, he's fighting Ken Shamrock. <laughs> Is uh, he really? Yeah. When? June 18th Popkins. in uh, Bellator. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm looking forward to that. Listen, guys, uh, that was our podcast. I will be in Chattanooga, Tennessee this weekend. Chattanooga. Chattanooga this Friday, <laughs> Saturday. And then next week, uh, I'm going to be in the Sanchal Islands in the in uh, India. I'm performing for the Sheik. Really? Yeah. You are? Yes. Wow. No, you're not. Yeah. When is that? You're in India? In the, no, in the Indian Ocean. In the Indian Ocean in uh, the Seychelles Islands. They're flying me in to do a private show for the Sheik. Sweet. Yeah. So don't don't fuck India. that one up. No, no. We're doing a special show on... We're doing... <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it back. <laughs> we're doing a show... <laughs> It's me and Ahmed Ahmed. It's my, another so comedian. you you gone for the whole week? Yeah, we're gone for the whole week. We're, so doing, we're, doing, we're doing a show Wednesday. If you can make it Wednesday. Just me and Marina then or what? You and Marina podcast? next week? No. When you're no, done. this is my fucking no. I'm not getting X'd out of my own fucking podcast. <laughs> it's like, no. Uh, no, I'm here, I'm you fuckers. And I'll get all the people going, it was so much better without you. I don't, I, I'm not no, even I'm nobody even getting would ready say for that. that. Come on. So, so Jake, uh, where can people find you? Oh, Ellenberger MMA, uh, Twitter, or watch. Uh, the Ultimate Fighter finale, J- July 12th at the MGM. And at Art Jemerson yes. on Twitter. Uh, Marina? Marina Shafir everywhere. Yes. Okay. So we want to thank our sponsors, Dude Wipes. Telling you, get Amazon.com Keep forward slash Dude Products. Keep your ass clean, <laughs> guys. Clean your fucking asses. You guys, I can smell some of you from here. Uh, also, Hemp Core. Hemp Core, you, uh, great workout, 100% hemp. Uh, and uh, and I'm telling you, you guys need the protein. Uh, it's the best stuff I've ever taken. I honestly, I was a four-time prep school class A champion. I I, I would have been a national champion if I were to take Hemp Core. You can get it at HempCoreStore.com. Also, restora- uh, Remove It Restoration. RemoveItRestoration.com. Get rid of all the vandalism on your store. If you know anybody that has vandalism, hit them up. Thank you so much. Uh, Tyron Woodley texted me. He got the wrong hour. So hopefully we'll, get, we'll have Tyron and Jake on in the next couple weeks uh, to, to settle their differences. Uh, but thank you, Evan the Beard. Thank you, Fox Sports. Thank you, Marina Shafir. Thank you, God. Thanks, Art. Uh, thank you, God. Take care. Bye-bye.